I'm sure everyone can figure out who I'm speaking to. I have been in and around government a long time. I was around Fort Bragg before you got there. I was involved with JSOC before, during, and a little bit after your first meltdown. I was already associated with DIA and was there when you had your big meltdown. You didn't even last a year. Of course, they let you stay for a few more months while your replacement was vetted so you could save a little face. Oh, and hello. Welcome back to the Conservative Hippie Podcast. No intro for this show. No advertisements, no intro. Let's just go. None of this information is my own. I am simply reporting on it because a lot of you uh, in this fire hose of information um, can miss little tidbits when they come up. And I came across this today, hurried down to the studio, and I want to get it out to you. Dr. John McGreevy has uh, released another tape. That voice you heard right there, I can tell that is Dr. John McGreevy, a.k.a. Ryan Dark White, a.k.a. John Here to Help. Um, I have done two podcasts on Dr. John McGreevy, episodes 64 and 65 of the Conservative Hippie Podcast. They will be linked in this episode's show notes. Uh, if you're not aware of who he is, he is the uh, uh, source of the Linwood whistleblower tapes um, where he makes many outlandish and highly sensitive, almost unbelievable claims about people in our government, uh, people formerly in our government, um, everywhere from uh, Rod Rosenstein and the Dirty Trick Squad, which uh, Ryan Dark White was a part of, uh, to Vice President uh, Mike Pence. So go back and, and listen to episodes 64 and 65 if you're not familiar with the Win, Linwood whistleblower tapes and you're not familiar with Dr. John McGreevy. He is now uh, running for Congress, I believe, uh, in the state of Maryland. Uh, he has not been... Uh, there's no um, defamation case against him from what I know. Uh, he is not currently indicted on any charges from what I know. And now he has dropped another bombshell piece of audio for us to consume. So I stopped it at that point because he says, you should know who I'm talking about. And he, and he lists three different positions. When I came across this piece of information on Telegram, um, it, was, it came with the packet of information that he was speaking about Michael Flynn. He does not state his name in this piece of audio. But I started out with that piece right there because he lists off three things and says that we should know who he's talking about. Well, he clearly is talking about Michael Flynn. Um, I've got uh, links in the show notes 
where we can see that Michael Flynn was the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, a.k.a. the DIA, from July 24th, 2012 to August 7th, 2014. That is just a little over two years. So according to uh, Dr. John McGreevy, over a year, and then they kept him on for a few months. So that matches. Then we can also see he was talking about Fort Bragg and JSOC, um, so if we go to this New Yorker article, they talk about Stanley McChrystal, Flynn's mentor, had tapped him for the job. They were both part of the self-described Irish mafia of officers at the Fort Bragg Army Base in North Carolina. Okay, so there's Fort Bragg. So we've got two pieces of information um, that fit. Then there's the JSOC, Joint Special Operations Command, that he mentions. And uh, right there in the same New Yorker article, it starts out, the greatest accomplishment of Flynn's military career was revolutionizing the way that the clandestine arm of the military, the Joint Special Operations Command, JSOC, undertook the killing and capture of suspected terrorists and insurgents in the war zones. Okay, so we are three for three with the packet of information that came with the download. So I believe we can confirm that Dr. John McGreevy is talking about Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. That's when you really turned against the country. And then a man gave you a second chance. And you betrayed him. You betrayed his trust. Of course, that's nothing for a man who's already betrayed his country. Your betrayal goes way back. I go way, way back too. You yourself and other family members have called me a brother, called me family, tried to recruit me, as you have recruited so many others in the past. See, I go way back way back before you even thought of the coup attempt and the January 6th plans. We all know Miss Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt. But see, I go way back before that, back when her name wasn't Babbitt. Anybody researching Ashley Babbitt usually stops at California. Miss Babbitt used to live in Maryland, except her name wasn't Babbitt then. I go way back before that even. You see, I was the one on the court records, the sealed national security transcripts that broke up the so-called terrorist ring that was going to attack Calvert Cliff's nuclear power plant in Maryland, killing untold thousands of people. I got credit for it. People came out and said Muhammad El Shanawi was a lone wolf, acted by himself, material support of ISIS. No one would listen to his team. They didn't want to hear it, even though the FBI interviewed a couple of them. They didn't do anything. His one team member ended up killing a bunch of people in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The others provided plans for drones and bombs overseas that killed our own troops and some of our allies. This was years ago, 2015, years before the January 6th. 
the reason I bring it up is because Ashley Babbitt and her first husband and her boyfriend, who became her second husband, worked at Calvert Cliffs. Now, one of them was part of that team providing inside information. It wasn't a terrorist attack. It was a giant false flag with a specific intent designed to kill thousands of people. One that I broke up. Got credit for it. But they called it a terrorist thing and shut me up. So I go way, way back before you even thought January 6th. You changed the way things were done in JSOC. You thought you could do it again in the DIA. All along, you thought you knew better than everyone else, even those above you. So, you decided to continue. And using a combination of twisted and manipulated facts and intelligence, and even a little racism against the first black president and against Muslims, outright hatred against Hillary Clinton, the Secretary of State at the time, and you twisted all that up under some warped banner and called it patriotism, you recruited a lot of people. You recruited senior officers, other officers, civilians, and they followed you. You got to the DIA, you tried again. But it didn't work. They called on quick. You didn't make it very long. And then you were given a second chance. Well, too many things were in motion at that time. President Obama, which you hated so much, Hillary Clinton, they were out of the picture. Things were already going. So you decided to use it for your own benefit. You retired by then. Might as well use what you built. Problem is you used it against the country. You wanted to take control. Just like you and your countless minions have been doing lately. Your press arm came out just weeks ago and announced your intention to run for president. That didn't go over too well, did it? No. Now, nobody mentions it anymore. You hope everybody forgets. And to cover it up because you know what rolls downhill... You're trying to come back around and support certain things about President Trump's doing. Try to seem patriotic again when you're the farthest thing from it. Your crimes are known from start to finish. Eventually it will come out. There are people who did nothing but look up to you continuously and you used it, you abused it, and you trapped people with their own patriotism, their own trust. Used your position, used everything around you. They are complaining now. Many of the people who are smaller have gone silent just to see where the wind blows, hoping they don't go to prison for your actions of what you started. But they're involved in January 6th where a person was killed. Set up to die so you could control the situation. You have others, professionals, online, offline, reporters, things like that who were involved, who covered, who spread the story, who supported you. And they're mad now. They're coming out. Just like the officers before. Because those officers 
and the people in the intelligence community knew what you were doing, tried to stop you then, and in 2016 when Obama and Hillary and all the rest of them that you hated so much were no longer in power, and you started using everything against you, they started speaking out in a specific way against you to foil your plans. This is all out there. It's all there. Now I'll tell people some things they don't know. Everybody's heard it. Russian collusion. Yes, it happened. Was there a link on a server to a bank in Russia, Alpha Bank? Yes. In case anybody missed it, yes, there was. But President Trump had nothing to do with it. President Trump had absolutely no knowledge of it. But did it exist? Yes. Because you and Lightning Rod and your little group set it up. It was real. And you documented it. And took it to the Democrat side. And they thought, hey, we got something on a candidate. Of course they're going to keep it quiet. They're going to run with it. Little did they know that by the time you'd already given it to them, you'd already taken it down, shut it down, erased all the tracks. So they took the information to them. This is golden. Take it to the FBI. You think it's that easy to convince them? They ran it through their system. It was real. They verified it. They didn't know it had already been gone. Of course it was real. You set it up. It was real. And they ran with it, starting Russian collusion. Now your little partner, Lightning Rod, one controlling the whole Russian investigation, kept you out of it. He's no longer around. Starting way back when, Hammer, Pegasus, everything, spying on everyone, spying on candidates, spying on judges, spying on reporters, all a part of it. I spoke out about you and your connection to Lightning Rod in 2015 and was stomped for it because you couldn't even be questioned then, but everybody knows what you're like now. Period. The reason I'm talking about it now is because your sycophants are continuing to attack people, continuing to attack good people, and to dilute what's going on. You throw a little bit of truth out there and it confuses everyone. You're continuing to attack people. It's got to stop. There's an election coming and we need to get this country back on track. Period. Everybody sees how bad it is. You don't care. You're keeping it going for your own personal gain. There are too many good people out there who don't quite know what's going on because you and your group are spreading disinformation, which you've done all along. Wanted to run for president. That didn't work. Now you switch tactics. Haven't mentioned that in a while, have you? No. The attacks and everything have to stop. So I am calling you out right now. No more hiding behind your little minions, your press arm, nothing. I am calling you out into the dusty street right now, you and I. We can meet at a location and be deposed under oath. I will ask you questions. You will ask me questions. I give you my word. I will not take the fifth across the board. This has to stop. I will do this for the good of the people and for the good of my country. Let's see if you'll show up. 
or you're going to continue to have your minions attack me and others and everyone else. Once this comes out, if we show over his deposition, let's do it. I don't care if it takes days. I've got the questions. I've got the witnesses. All those people you suckered in using their own patriotism and loyalty against them, against the country, they're going to come out of the woodwork. All the people that are facing charges, that committed crimes under your orders, under your guidance, they're not going to back you up. And once the Democrat side finds out that they were actually right, that the information they were running with and they were promoting and everything like that actually existed as because of you and Lightning Rod, the media ran with that story forever. Okay, you think all those people were stupid? No. They looked at the facts and said, there's something there. Is there a penalty for producing false documents to the FBI? Is there a penalty for producing false intelligence to Congress and the Senate? Wasting millions upon millions of dollars of the taxpayers' money? Affecting elections because of your lies? Your fabrications? I'm betting that there is some penalties beyond the treason and sedition. So let's do that transcript. Let's be deposed. I'm not pleading the fifth. We're getting it all out there for the benefit of the people and the country. Your move. All right. As we've come to expect from Dr. John McGreevy, um, very interesting and powerful words that he sets forth as he challenges Lieutenant General Michael Flynn to what, a one-on-one -on -one deposition? I, as you probably have, followed Michael Flynn for a long time as he was a central character in the Russiagate uh, scandal years, as he was unjustly prosecuted for taking a call while on vacation. But Michael Flynn's story goes back further than that. Um, with the Flynn Intel Group, I was following the reporting of George Webb at the time, where there were inconsistencies in the storyline of Michael Flynn. I have left those um, links in the show notes as well. Uh, I do not um, have enough knowledge base to speak about it off the top of my head, and that's for you to look into. There's just a few links to send you on your way. We are certainly in interesting times right now, aren't we? <laughs>